0: tonight as usual we're going to start off with the Casa update Alex are you about
1: I mean I'm here can you hear me
0: I can I can hear you great um, welcome to the Casa update for the week of 127 2017 so what's new and exciting this week Alex
1: it feels like a lot is new <laughs> and exciting okay. I don't know about exciting but um... I'm I'm actually working on a call to action for Montana as we speak. Okay. You can can you hear me feverishly typing. I can. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, several things have been uh, moving along. I can't remember if we mentioned this last week, but uh, <clears throat> uh, Montana is looking at an indoor vaping ban, uh, adding, redefining. Smoking to to mean vaping now. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, that is going to a committee hearing on February second in the Senate Judiciary Committee.
0: Wow, that's wow.
1: <laughs> yep, Montana, um, and uh, currently at the moment, since it's you know Friday, um, okay. we, we typically don't like to put out engagements on, you know, at the end of the week, uh, people mm-hmm. don't, for, don't tend to open their emails. Right. Um, but, uh, we'll likely get this out in the next couple of days. Uh, okay. maybe might even do it tomorrow. I don't know how people feel about opening emails on Saturdays and Sundays, <laughs> but, um, Friday is kind of a bad day to do that. Right. Um, but, uh, there is actually already something up and um i will share that uh i need to i need to dig it out here give me just okay. a second um i have started doing something that is not completely organized yet but i figure. And i'm going to drop this in our private chat here if you want to share it with people okay um, but uh it's uh I've started kind of issue pages for people to check and, and this will be a little bit more refined as we go through the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, but this is one of them. And this is for all of the States that are looking at, uh, indoor actually it's, it's pretty much amendments to the indoor clean air act. Okay. Um, and, uh, and so if you if your state shows up on that map and is highlighted, Uh, enter your information and it'll take you to um, uh, it's actually kind of set up as like a a voter information page. I I can't change that, but uh, uh, it'll show you all of your incumbent lawmakers and uh, it gives you their phone numbers. So it's (laughs) really, really easy to look up phone numbers and um, that's going to kind of be the theme Going forward is encouraging people to actually make phone calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, we've done a lot, shown a lot. Uh, emails are still an important part of this process, but um, you know, making phone calls uh, really has a, a much bigger impact sure. on on lawmakers' opinions about you know whether or not a bill you know means anything to anybody. Um, sure. It so. Does that's kind of my goal this year. I think a lot of others, um, feel the same way as, as to, you know, getting, getting people to be comfortable with picking up the phone. Right. So, um, anyway, that's Montana and, uh, and other States, uh, oh. the, um, I, I should, uh, also mention, since we're talking about indoor clean air laws, um, there are, and as mentioned on that, that site, um, there are two bills in the New Jersey uh, legislature that uh, will amend the New Jersey's Indoor Clean Air Act mm-hmm. uh, to allow for vaping in vapor shops. Um, I'm sure everybody listening to this show already knows that New Jersey prohibits vaping everywhere indoors. Um, mm-hmm. except for your okay. own private home, yep. um, or I think cigar bars, which are a thing. Um, but right. who wants that vape in a cigar bar? <laughs> I mean, maybe you do, I don't know, but it, it's, you know, whatever it is, what it is. Um, right. so that would be a great, uh, and a, and a much needed amendment to New Jersey's indoor clean air law and, 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 you know, historic because New Jersey was the first state to do it. So, oh, um, yeah those bills are, are working their way. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll be working their way. I, you know, the idea is to get them assigned or into a committee hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the opportunity to uh, hang out on the phone um, during a meeting of the New Jersey Vapor, New Jersey Vapors Rights Coalition, um, okay. which is predominantly businesses. It was the New Jersey Vapor Retailers Coalition. Um, but they changed their name um, but it's uh, predominantly New Jersey businesses and um, I'm, I feel like I'm gonna mess up his name but we had uh, representative Ber- Berzicelli, um from the oh I believe it's the third legislative district in New Jersey. It's down near Philadelphia and uh, it shockingly he is a Democrat um, he is a small business owner and or was a small business owner and uh, is is sympathetic to uh, you know what what New Jersey <clears throat> businesses vapor businesses are, are going through not just with um, you know the indoor clean air law but uh, also facing FDA regulation. Um, so he actually drove all the way up to North Jersey and hung out with them and um, listened to input from everybody and um, it was a good meeting um, I'm, I'm honored to have been able to participate right. um, so that was that That happened on uh, Wednesday I believe okay. um, another update um, went to Pennsylvania on Ooh. was that Monday mm-hmm. um, yeah so Pennsylvania was Monday the New Jersey thing was Tuesday just to get my date straight Um right. So on Monday, uh, the twenty third, we had a. uh, I was a part of a, uh, a second round uh, of a rally in Harrisburg, Um, and once again urging support for uh, legislation to be introduced by Representative Jeff Wheeland and Senator Bartolotta. and uh, these bills would reduce the Pennsylvania vapor tax from 40% wholesale to $0.05 cents per milliliter. Um, yeah, I don't know. if It was a, it was a decent turnout, to be honest. Um, it, it, it ended up actually being a little bit more than I when, – when I got up and spoke, there was about, about I don't know, a th- two-thirds of the stairs in the rotunda were, were filled with people, maybe half. Um, which was about half the size, maybe a little less than half the size of the crowd that came out, um, back in September. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, which afforded me the opportunity to make a really decent point, which is that, you know, a lot of people aren't here because shop shops are closing. People are not, um, necessarily engaged as, as much as they can be because, they just don't have access to their, their vapor shops anymore. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, the, the lack of people standing here is ultimately I think representative of, you know, potentially lives lost mm-hmm. because people don't have access to these products. Um, uh, but it was a good turnout, a lot of good energy. And, um, you know, uh, we got some, uh, additional lawmakers to, to show up and, and actually speak in support of, of the effort. Um, so, uh, that, that was good. And it, and it sounds like there may be a couple of people who, uh, were not, um, signed on as co-sponsors last year, who will be signing on, uh, this year, That's um, great. which is good. So there's some movement there. Um, and I had an opportunity to walk around with, uh, uh one of the business owners in Pennsylvania and go to a couple of, Um, meetings with staff and and one lawmaker and uh, actually had uh, a representative from Berks County tell me that I hadn't really quit smoking, um, (laughs) which I said, no, you're wrong. Um, He himself, I believe had quit cold Turkey. And uh, so it was was one of those that, you know, (laughs) it was easy enough for me to quit. Why can't everybody else do it? Um, But so I, I, hopefully he will um, come around and be supportive of reducing the tax, right? And it, you know, it's it's super frustrating because this you know this issue for I mean they, they don't really make any there's there's no um, there's no no veiled understanding here between lawmakers and businesses, this, this comes down to being an issue of finances. This is an issue of revenue for the state. Um, and, and, and it's very difficult to tie in long-term savings in, you know, reducing the, the, the disease, um, associated with smoking, um, you know, versus what they, you know, imagine will be huge tax revenues, um, coming from you know imposing these ridiculous taxes on vapor products, so it's 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 always very frustrating to have to have that conversation and actually see people say you know well the state just needs money you know and and you can't I mean if 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 I just wish I could record those conversations and show them to the world and 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 show them to you know anti smoking anti vaping activists and say you know this has very little to do with public health and you know it. Um, yeah. So um but despite all that uh, Pennsylvania was it was a good it was a good trip. Um and there is an engagement sort of out there. Uh I sent an email to our Pennsylvania members uh while I was in Harrisburg um urging them to make phone calls. Um it, we are not going to put much more out until we actually get a bill not bill number um there is a um co-sponsorship memorandum for uh representative whelan's bill um and uh until uh yeah that we may need to put something out for that i'm not sure but uh in okay. for the time being uh there was an alert sent out to people in pennsylvania so if you're a a member in pennsylvania double check your email um, okay. There's a link in there for you to, to take action, make phone calls, send emails, um, all that wonderful stuff. Uh, okay. And, and you know, going forward, people okay. can pretty much count on when, when we have an issue, I'm going to send you your lawmakers phone numbers. Um, and there's going to be a link to share with other people in your state, other people affected by whatever issue to go and look up the phone numbers, just like I, I, I described before. It's very easy. Okay. Um, that, that's the idea when we want everybody to be able to pick up the phone and call, Mm -hmm. uh, this year. And it's especially important because, uh, you know, we, we may need to get, uh, everybody calling their, their federal lawmakers, either in support of legislation or support of changing some regulations. Um, and, and, you know, really, you know, thousands of people calling their, uh, U S congressmen makes a difference. And it it, it it really, really can affect things for the better.
0: Yeah. I I threw up a link into the the listener chat um, from the New York times about why you should um, call, not email your legislators for people who are curious. Yeah, They've done a lot of studies on that. So it really works with grassroots because they count the numbers and phone calls seem to hold a lot more weight.
1: Yeah, and it's you know, and this is not to not to dive into you know Casaz's balance sheet or anything, but um, we we upgraded our advocacy platform this year uh-huh. to a system that, um, first of all, has an emphasis on making phone calls. Um, we we have patch through calling capability this year. Uh-huh. Uh, it's expensive, and I am saving the credits for when it's absolutely necessary. Right. But um, it is a feature that we're, we intend to take full advantage of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're, 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 moving along here and we, you know um, you know, this has been a very long learning process for everyone, right. but uh, you know, the, the goal here is to really use the tools that have the most impact mm-hmm. and, um, and and connect as many people as we can with their, with their lawmakers. So um, as we go through the season, uh, people can look forward to that. Uh, and the other thing mm-hmm. is that, uh, um, you know, we're going to be able to send people engagements on their phone, which is nice. Ooh, um, that is nice. so we're, you know, we're doing everything that we can, um, which is really just sort of investing a lot of time and money, but, um, everything that we can to remove the barriers between, you know, advocates and lawmakers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, uh. Yeah, again, figured I'd put that out there. Looking forward to next week. Um, I don't know what it is about February second, but it seems to be a pretty popular day for committee hearings. Um, as I mentioned, uh, there's the committee in the Senate Judiciary. I'm sorry, a hearing in the Senate Committee, Senate Judiciary Committee in Montana, mm-hmm. and that's for the Indoor uh, Clean Air Law. Um, That alert will be going out. That's for 9 a.m., I believe, room 303. uh, Details will be going out to people in Montana. Um, There is also tentatively a hearing scheduled in Maryland. Maryland is all of a sudden going to be a really busy state this year. Um, There are two bills, one in the House and one in the Senate, that would enact a uh, licensing scheme um, on manufacturers distributors and retailers uh and at at this time the language includes an online sales ban um which is that's really where we get involved um but uh people have been working on this issue there is uh the MVA Maryland Vaping Association, Maryland Vapers Association, um, and uh, our own Ron Ward, of course, lives in Baltimore, uh, mm-hmm. and has been uh, <clears throat> speaking with people. Um, so there's there's sort of a, a team of people working on this. Okay. Um, so I say that tentatively, the the hearing is scheduled for the second, but uh, that may change. I'm not. We're not sure yet. Uh, that might get pushed back. We'll see how, um, how receptive they are to, um, changing some of this language. Uh, Um, but from what I understand, um, there's been some, some, some good news I think coming out of Maryland, um, in, in, in regards to this bill. Um, so that's SB 119, uh, and, uh, I forget the house bill number. Um, I don't have anything open. Oh uh house b house bill HB five twenty three. Uh they're they're the same bill. Um so uh so yeah, that's something that we're we're on top of and um who knows I might get a trip to Annapolis out of it. That
0: sounds
1: exciting. Yeah, Yeah. Scenic, Scenic Annapolis, Maryland. Um (laughs) so um and Maryland is also uh, looking at uh, an amendment to the Indoor Clean Air Law. Mm-hmm. Um, the good news is that uh, a tax bill is not likely this year. Anytime we see a licensing bill, like what Maryland is looking at now, um, it, it tends to be a precursor for some sort of taxation. Sure. Um, but uh, Maryland's governor is not not interested. So. Um, it doesn't sound like that's going to go anywhere. I'm not going to okay. say that's a definite. I'm just saying right now doesn't look like it's going to be a big deal. Um, okay. But we'll, we'll keep everybody up to date on that. Okay. <sighs> I am, I am <laughs> almost certain there is more out there. I've just been, it, it, I have spent my mornings for the past week going through alerts, alleged bill alerts, 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 alerts and uh, sorting them and, and figuring out um, what's going where. So okay. uh, it's been a bit overwhelming. This year, 2017 <laughs> is like 2015. Okay. Um, you know, it's the start of the two year legislative session. So mm-hmm. everything is getting introduced in the next two to three months. Okay. Um, so it, it's been, it, it'll taper off, I guess, as we get closer to spring. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a bit crazy. Um yeah. The other thing I th- think we I can't remember if we discussed this or not. There was uh the Trump administration put out a freeze on um regulations and guidance. Did we talk about that last week?
0: I think a little, but not really.
1: So and I and I'm not going to get too in depth on it, but I did just kind of want to put it out there in case people are interested. Um, the, so the memo went around and it, it basically directed all federal regulatory agencies to, um, kind of, I guess, take back or or not publish things that were scheduled to be published in the federal register, uh, as of, uh, the 23rd, um, And there are still things that are out there in the wild. um, or Well, not really the wild. They're on the Federal Register. Um, There were things that were published. One of them is a proposed rule from the FDA, which would limit the uh, amount of tobacco-specific nitrosamines, Nitrosamines. NNN, in smokeless tobacco products. And um, there are some problems with this. Um, You know, although, you know, one of the, actually I read one of the comments from all the antis, all of them, uh, Mm -hmm. which was saying that, you know, the Swedish tobacco products have um, remarkably lower nitrosamine content than uh, American smokeless products, you know, demonstrates that it can be done, et cetera, et cetera. Um, It's important to note, first of all, that, you know, Yes, tobacco-specific nitrosamines are are linked to causing cancer, um, but uh, the the quantities at which people are exposed to them in smokeless tobacco products are already remarkably low compared right. to smoking. And um, you know, although no product is safe, no product, uh, it uh, you know the, the the chances of developing some sort of oral or esophageal cancer from smokeless tobacco is actually remarkably low. Um, And certainly your risks of developing lung cancer are practically zero. Um, So, I mean, you still have to wake up and breathe the air in whatever city you live in, but using smokeless tobacco isn't going to make that any worse. Um, So uh, the rule, as it's written, would essentially, uh, from what people have sort of casually been talking about, um, remove american smokeless tobacco products from the shelves wow um, and uh so the smokeless tobacco industry could be facing uh, a very similar situation to what the vapor industry is facing um and uh so yeah that comment period runs until i believe april 10th right. um I already there's a couple comments up there the, the one from all of the anti-groups is saying you know you don't need a 60-day comment period and all this stuff it should be clear um but uh, uh, it is likely that CASA will be working on our own comment uh, oh. and uh, I'm really just not sure. Uh, it, maybe it, it's possible that their comment saying you don't need the delay 60 days is um, maybe that's in response to the memo that was released about uh, federal agency guidelines and rules. Um, I don't know, but uh, it is open on the, on the regulations.gov right now. Right. And um so, yeah, it, it, we'll be looking for some clarification. And actually, if you read the memo, um, that specific rule was not mentioned as something that uh, Health and Human Services should take down. Um, at least I don't think it was. So, um, But, yeah, that's that's out there. And um, okay. I figured, figured I'd pass that along.
0: Thank you. <clears throat> at, uh, see, my understanding with that was always that We don't really know what all the other chemicals do in concert, that if you removed one, it might make something else more harmful. That was my understanding of why that was a bad idea to do that. But what do I know? And uh, people who use American-style smokeless tobacco, which is very sweet, um, I don't think they would like Swedish-style snooze. I'm just saying it's a different world. That's a different experience there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've noticed it. It, it tends to uh, the, the delivery is a bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it packs sure. a little bit of a different punch. punch. Um, yes. I, I've only ever experienced the same sensation from loose snooze,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and uh, and maybe the, the like that ridiculous um, uh, Siberia brand. That has like, it's like a dry, it's a dry snooze and it has okay. like, I don't know, 40 milligrams of nicotine in it or something. It's something ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strong. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, it, yeah, and I apologize for mentioning brand names here, but we don't really get to talk about smokeless tobacco too much. No, we don't. Uh, <clears throat> Um, but that's, it's certainly not an endorsement of any product, but just sort of describing the differences between American and Swedish style snooze. Yeah. Uh, Swedish um,
0: style snooze is very salty because it it's, is. it's, it's a food product basically. It's, tobacco is not like a food product here.
1: Yeah. It's the difference between pasteurization versus, um, fermentation, which is what, uh, uh American style is. And that, you know, makes it a little bit more, more harsh, I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I see Jeremy is asking about snuff. Um, that <laughs> stuff is actually pretty for, kind of dangerous from what I understand. Um, <laughs> I, I think,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you are inhaling something again and it's, you know, it gets kind of stuck up in your sinuses. And um, yeah. I, I don't think I've ever used it, but uh, I, yeah. Mm
0: yeah that doesn't seem like a good time to me i think our our great 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 grandparents were very um they were manly people men and women they were they were very um party people if they could do that
1: yeah but certainly um the the snuff the dry powdered snuff uh fits somewhere on mitch zeller's continuum of risk yeah Um, probably not as dangerous Mm -hmm. as smoking but Certainly not sure. as uh, not as low risk as smokeless tobacco. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I I uh, again feel like I'm missing something. I you know a, a, another article actually maybe you can to put out there. Uh, okay. I think I actually got this from your update, Jan. Um, <laughs> was that uh, and this came from uh, Planet of the Vapes, the UK, UK right. uh, site that uh, Apple has. Um, I'll just read it from there. Um, okay. That Apple clarified uh, to Planet of the Vapes that it has chosen to reject new apps and any new updates and upgrades to existing releases that contain any content related to nicotine, with no further reasoning as to nice. the thoughts behind their new policy. Um, so, I, I know that you know when I started going to trade shows, there were a couple guys walking around that were. Um, creating apps that would allow you to connect with other vapors. Um, there are, I'm sure, shops that were um, using. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure I know that there are kind of digital menus that people are, are mm. using to, to yeah. um, you know, a very slick way to present their products. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we do, I don't know if we actually do have an app um, our, our site is available. It, it, it translates well to a mobile device, but, uh, uh, it, uh, is, it's not really its own app. So I don't really know how Apple would, uh, treat, uh, a CASA app, um, okay. considering that, uh, we advocate for tobacco harm reduction. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's an interesting development. I'm sure you'll include that link, uh, somewhere else.
0: I will.
1: Um, by the way, I, I should say, I, I, you know, this is kind of—I I know it's not really necessarily a cassaw thing—but um, I, I read. I, I have finally gotten in the habit and the discipline of reading the the, the nicotine daily oh, um, when <laughs> I get. It's the, it's the I, try, I try to make it the first thing I look at in the morning. Oh wow! Um, Thank you. And uh, and I encourage everybody to do that. You you may not. You may not do the shameless self-promotion, but I uh, will <laughs> certainly. I've encouraged people to check that out in other you. other formats as well. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I mean, it's 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 kind of a pain to get all the stuff together, but I figure mm-hmm. at least if it's all in one place, um, you have somewhere you can go and, and see it all at once.
1: Yeah, it's nice. I can go down the list, and I I especially like it now for for whatever reason. It seems like things have sort of slowed down a bit. It it Mm -hmm. used to be there was at least like ten or twelve articles to read. Now it seems like there's three or four in each section, and uh, it's a little bit more manageable for my eyes. But um, (laughs) I certainly expect that to pick up at some point. Um, Oh yeah. But Um, uh, yeah, I've gotten. I I find that to be very useful. So thank you. Yeah. Thanks.
0: I'm, you know, I'm glad somebody finds it useful. I mean, that's it's kind of why I did it. I mean, I did it so if we were looking for a story to blog with, it would be there. Or if anybody was looking for a story to blog with, they could just find it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of news about smoking, tobacco, nicotine, and vaping, but all of it's kind of put together by like um, Tobacco Org, which is that's a place that doesn't like us. Do you know what I mean? So I figured (laughs) at least if I was doing it the same sort of thing, at least it would be someone who was either neutral or, you know, liked us. That was kind of my thinking about that. So nice. Well, I'm glad you like it, Alex. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. So, so, do you think this might be it this week, Alex?
1: I think so. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm sure I forgot something. So um, we'll just pick it up next week.
0: Okay. Thank you, Alex. Have a good night. Thank you for everything you do for us. All
1: right. Thanks. Me too.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.